0: welcome to the pro-life team podcast i'm jacob Barr. i'm here with roxanne meeks and we're going to be talking about how god's fingerprints are weaved into the tapestry of her clinic's story so uh hold on and we'll get started soon Welcome, Roxanne. I'm so glad to have you here. Would you introduce yourself as if you were talking to a a group of executive directors of other pregnancy clinics?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, my name is Roxanne Meeks with the Care Pregnancy Center of Lenaway here in Adrian, Michigan, southeastern Michigan. And I'm encouraged just to be able to be speaking to a group of co-laborers with Christ for the purposes of elevating God's plan for life.
0: Awesome. So, and I, I know a little bit about your story, but I want you to sort of start at the beginning when it comes to the story of how, uh, well, of the building or wherever the start might be. Go ahead and yeah, tell us how this all came to be when it came to the, the beginning parts or threads of this story.
1: Okay. Well, the beginning parts or threads i'm going to probably share with at the end because that's okay. really, that's really amazing about how god um is actually we can see him always in hindsight it seems like better than going before us and, and in hindsight we see how he's been developing that beautiful um tapestry uh for his glory And so our pregnancy center was founded in um, 1984 here in Adrian, Michigan, originally as the Crisis Pregnancy Center. We, as many other centers have evolved into the Care Pregnancy Center, and now the Care Pregnancy and Family Resource Center of Lenaway. In 2016, um, the board at that time, and I was actually on the board, determined that um, we needed to expand. We needed more space on the property that we're on. And um, so we had started a million dollar campaign back in 2016. And we got about nine months into that campaign and our executive director resigned. (laughs) We had three board members term out. And we really felt like where we were with our leadership team, um, we needed to take a pause. We needed to just pause and what we said was dissect, discern, and prayerfully discover what God's plan was for our ministry here in Lenaway County. And um For many of us, it was hard to take that pause because we were already envisioning what this building was going to look like and and how it was going to be laid out and how it would be used. Um, So as we we took that pause and continued to pray, right in the midst of COVID last year in um, August, um, God opened a door for us to purchase a beautiful purple Victorian home adjacent to our property and um our building actually our property goes from block to block on a very popular street in our town and that house also goes from block to block and so um with Missing two houses, which who knows what God may do sometime. um, we have half this this entire block that we will be developing. So so with the name Care Pregnancy and Family Resource Center, this building that we're in currently really will be designed specifically for our medical clinic. So we will be able to purpose it um, explicitly for our medical women's care, our pregnancy testing and ultrasounds and um, uh, abortion, post-abortion healing and um, pregnancy options counseling. And then in November of this last year, we broke ground to connect the two properties together. We called that our pathway to parenthood. So as we are looking at developing our campus, we know it's not just about saving the baby here in the clinic, but it's now about raising the child um, in, a, in our beautiful Victorian home. And um, the purchase of that home, in and of itself, begins really the God story on how the Lord opened those doors. Yeah.
0: So, so please, yeah, uh, share the share share the story about the purchase or or the discovery of the uh, that was available. Um, let's. let's I'll, I would love to hear, have people hear that story.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, what actually happened was we had a neighbor here in our um, right across the road from us who was storing our baby bottles. And so they were storing our baby bottles in their basement and that was directly across the street from us in another beautiful Victorian home. And they called me and let me know that we needed to move our baby bottles and um, that they would be relocating. And so I asked them what they were going to be doing with their home. She said they would be putting on the market. I asked her, would she please let us know? We may know of somebody that was interested. So um, that being ourselves. So they did let us know. And um, I went through the house on one occasion and and just didn't get a real good feel. It wasn't the aha that you get in that, that yes and go forward um, that you get when you know that, you know, that, you know, that God's leading you. Um, so I had a realtor come with me and and he walked through the home with me and he sensed it too, that it just wasn't resonating in my heart the, the way that it should and so he just began to ask me some questions, and I believe with all my heart that the Holy Spirit led him. I mean, you know, God tells us that in many counselors there is wisdom, and he will speak to us in many ways. And— um, and so Jamie began to, to ask me some questions and he was not only a realtor, he was um, a ministry partner. So he and his wife are donors, they participate in their children doing activities for us and, and already knew and loved the ministry. So he just began to ask me some questions and, and got around to if you could pick any house in this neighborhood, which one would it be? And I said, well, probably that big purple one, not my favorite color, but it's directly adjacent to our parking lot and, you know, would save us from walking across this busy street. I said, probably that one. And um, he challenged me, well, um, would you be interested in maybe asking them if they would sell it? And I said, well, you know, I never thought of that, but yeah, we could do that. And so we came across the street and he started to go to his car and And I said, well, Jamie, you know, do you mind just taking a quick look around the building with me and let me know what you think they might want for it? And um, he he says, sure, you know, I'm happy to. So he took off ahead of me and got not too far and he turned around. He says, well, Roxanne, this house is for sale. And I said, I said, wait a minute. I said, wait a minute. I go out that driveway every day. Jamie, that house is not for sale. He says, I'm telling you, there's a for sale sign here. I said, then somebody just moved it there, you know, thinking maybe somebody had moved it from another house. I never saw it. Well, come to find out, really, the sign had just been placed there uh, that day. And um, (laughs) it hadn't even been on the market yet. And um, so Jamie was able to. We waited until Monday. And he was able to contact the realtor. And the first time we went through the house, we knew it, it was just perfect for what we needed.
0: Wow. <laughs> That's such an amazing story. And then to be able to uh, to avoid having having a busy, you know, a, a, not necessarily a busy, but a road in between your two properties is such a relief when it comes to travel and safety and just yeah. making things closer. That's so uh, amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, it has been. It has been. And the next piece of that. And so he walked the journey of, um, you know, even um, real estate was really moving pretty quickly even then. And, you know, we we moved at the pace of grace. We always call it the pace of grace. It had been difficult to wait. And then once the Lord said go, though, it was it was like, we, you know, we're moving now. And um, so we were even able, Our, our we put in a $10,000 less than list price offer, and they accepted it right away. And things have been moving quickly since that time.
0: So, oh, that's awesome. It's <laughs> so exciting. It,
1: it is exciting. And then the other beautiful part of it is, is um, there's one of our past, um, she was actually one of the... She wasn't one of the founders, but she was with the founders of the ministry when they started in 1984. She has loved and been a part of the ministry in some capacity for years. She was on our board. She was an executive director and just wonderful prayer partner and supporter. And um, she stopped in one day and we were talking and I deliberately just took her into the back of our building to have our conversation and um, opened the blinds to let her know that we had recently purchased that home. And she just started to weep. And, you know, um, just, she was overcome. And she says, I have been praying for that home since we moved here. And um, so when they have purchased this property, when she came here, the first time she came here, she saw that home. And she felt at that time that Lord bless CPC with that property and that home. So over the years, and it's actually been decades, she's been praying that that would become a part of our ministry. And it had never been made known to any of us with some one of those things that she had hidden in her heart and just prayed for and just was very, very moved when she learned that we had been able to acquire that.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's, a, that's such an amazing Part of that story. So, how many, you said decades that she had been praying for, for this property?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> amazing. She, it really is. It really is. And just so fitting for now. And really, we can see the, the plan that's here again. You know, we could have expanded um, this building, but it's going to make a very unique separation between what is our clinic are abortion-minded, abortion-vulnerable, afraid individuals that can come to a safe, more um, um, really medical building. And then uh, our families and our community can be served through that Family Resource Center, um, opening up opportunities for demonstrations and and group classes and um, community forums. And so we're really looking forward to that. Um, we are planning a soft opening for our first phase in March of, of this year.
0: Oh, Okay, so that's around the corners in the middle of getting that, that place ready for, for parenting, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, we just developed the um, north end of the building so that we'd have more room to be able to just invite people in. We still say, after as many years as we've been in the community, we're one of the best kept secrets in the community, and and we are just determined that that's not going to happen any longer. That we are going to be one of the loudest voices of, um, you know, to elevate God's plan for life, sexuality, and the family in our community.
0: Yeah, that's such a good desire to have people be aware of the services and the help that's available on that property that they can, they they can refer someone to come there or they can come them come there themselves. But that awareness is such an important part of them being able to reach out and get help. That's that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So
0: wow, so that's. That is amazing. What were some of the responses of your team when they saw all these pieces coming together and like God's handiwork over decades, and you know, it was made clear? What were some of the re- the responses from people that were observing or part of this experience?
1: Well, I would say the early stages were just that that we celebrate his provision. And we've said as we've, you know, sat and waited, we continue to lift with Thanksgiving what we had to him, knowing that he would bring the multiplication. And so it was just, you know, and especially with Tammy's story of of how she had been praying and, and Jamie just coming alongside us and, and just kind of looking around, you know, we know God owns a cattle on a thousand hills. And when Jamie said, you know, what house would you choose? Well, I'll take that one, but you know, no idea that, that God would just lead us right into that. So we have just celebrated and had more fun in, in hearing the story of again, how we believe God has woven, um, you know, that tapestry for his glory and the good of people in our community. Um, and I will say too, that it helped us a lot with the sticker shock that we received when we started getting pricing. We partnered with Kriegoff Lenaway here in our community and CLS Design to help us design and engineer um, the campus and, and um, make sure that we really had a good solid foundation that it would remain in in our community for decades to come and support our community well. So we had a little bit of sticker shock and, you know, with the construction costs being a little bit elevated and so forth. But we already had had that confirmation of seeing God's hand in it that we know the provision will come that we were just assured of that so our board i mean it was just you know unanimous that that yeah we just move forward and we trust God in the steps you know we trusted him in the waiting and we will trust him in the steps
0: wow that is so rich but yeah the yeah the just knowing having confidence that God opened this door that he's going to help you walk through it is mm-hmm. That is that that is there's a lot of um faith, not just with seeing what happened, but seeing what's happening or is going to happen. All that yeah. faith if the faith gets exercised the entire time. That's so good. Yeah. Um when you when as you know today, as you think about this journey, what how what are your emotions or what are your thoughts when you when you look back? And how do you I you mean know, it sounds like you've got you know, you've got reasons for having faith going forward because of what God has done through this story, but how would you describe your emotions or your, or your thoughts, or how does this penetrate your daily, uh, you know, how does this penetrate your, your mind when it comes to how God is speaking to you today?
1: Well, I have to, again, I have to say that it, um, Well, when I took the position of the executive director, I felt like God very confidently spoke to me that you can't serve both God and money. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. And so I felt like he assuredly told me that. He also um, led me to the story of the fishes and the loaves and said, with thanksgiving, continue to lift that which I have given you, and I will bring the multiplication, and there was an assuredness of that, and then even um, as we were entering, um, probably in December, before that March, when, um, you know, COVID hit, and all those days just kind of blend together, but but the Lord had spoken to me clearly, and I don't don't hear him audibly, I believe some people do, but he was, you know, he spoke very clearly though, um, to me as I was walking through our boutique one day back to my office was that you must be able to stand with your shield of faith in the face of the of adversity. Fiery mm-hmm. darts will come, but we will remain victorious. And it, I mean it stopped me in my tracks. And so then when COVID hit and, and beginning to walk through that, um, you know, for all of us, we had to um, walk that that path of of faith, you know, exercising our faith muscles from moment to moment. And um, so I feel like that was the beginning of, of really um, knowing that though adversity was coming again, God will bring to good um, what Satan means for evil. And and just, yeah, to have been blessed them with the acquisition of this home, um, getting those confirmations that God is in it, when the days are scary, or the 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 um, funding is not coming in, or you're feeling like you're not getting enough done, or the numbers aren't high enough, when all those things can come into your head, that feels sometimes like that a ball of confusion, or a um, you know just a a all mixed up skein of yarn, whatever, that I really feel like um I can picture the father's hand with the needle and that string of thread through his, the eye of the needle. And I felt like he whispered to me, I am building a beautiful tapestry you do not yet see with everything that may seem like confusion to you. So again, you know, it's just those God whispers and and you know the the amazing work that we see him do you know with our clients and our volunteers and those those are the treasures that you just hold in your heart that when the moments come the days come and sometimes the weeks come that that are um, hard his, his sweet whisper and his promises are sure
0: hmm that's so beautiful how like yeah the tapestry is such a good illustration too because if you look at a small segment you really don't get a grasp of like the the whole the whole piece. But yet, you know, but God is, you know, taking us into these somewhat feeling chaotic experiences, but he's weaving this beautiful story that you know, if you can see the whole thing, it's it's amazing, but yet if you focus in, you don't really quite understand where it's going at all. <laughs> and so
1: but exactly. Exactly.
0: So with your experience of, you know, God leading you to, you know, promoting the idea of having a shield as DART for coming, did you feel like you had a team of people putting up shields around, you know, as a group or a team, or did you feel somewhat alone in having your shield?
1: Well, early on, we were pretty alone because, uh, again, when COVID first hit, we never closed our center, um, but there were only two of us that stayed. So it was just my client services director and I, and um, you know that that we're here. Um, people were praying. We knew people were praying. People would come and knock on our window. I mean, once once you figured out it wasn't going to last just two weeks, and you started entering into it, you know, people really began to to rally and send notes and and let us know they were praying. And like I said, tap on our window and and wave. And and um and we pressed in just as the team of two here on this campus we pressed in. And I mean, you know, our, our motto was stop, drop, and pray. You know, we started every day with, <laughs> with devotional and, and, um, you know, throughout the day um, praying. And I got to say too, that CareNet, we're affiliate members of CareNet, and, and they started prayer too. They started prayer. And Andy Merritt, whose own life now was taken by COVID. Um, he was one that pastored us, you know, he, they had um, opportunities for us to come into conferences or webcasts where where we would pray and, and he gave a, a very inspirational message. And so. So, yeah, in and, and our team was working from home, so we stayed connected in a different way. Um, so there were definitely days that it's very personal that that shield has to be first very personal. Um, but it was something that was so solid in me, I feel that I could help impart it to my team. so when when there was fear, you know, that I could share that that God whisper with them. And it was just so solid in me that um that I was able to help share that, too.
0: Mm. Well, this just sounds it sounds encouraging to to your whole team and your your future team as mm. you know as they, hear the story of how these of how this came together um i feel like those who join your team in the near future or down the road can be encouraged that that god is working here and that and that they are being called into god's jo- you know this journey that's being led by god's by god's uh you know s- still quiet voice as he whispers in people's ears on where to go and what to do
1: yeah yeah amen amen And we've already seen that we have had a few volunteers that have come on. And and um, we we really reiterate that when people come into the ministry, that it really is a calling and is a high and holy calling. God loves life. And, um, you know, no matter what aspect you're serving in the ministry you're serving for his glory and the good of others and and god will honor that and and he will continue to use them and and we've all heard you know that that he equips the called and and so many people all of us i mean even no matter how long i've been here you know you don't always feel equipped to face the challenges that you're faced with um you know day in and day out but but we trust him
0: well that's good well, would would you like to say anything else to the executive director listening to this bit? Like, what else might you want to say that we, before we wrap things up? What would you like her to hear or him to hear? Um, to be encouraged, or to uh, an idea or a thought that would be helpful to you know to someone in your shoes? What would you like to say if you were talking to someone else in the same sort of position that you that you find yourself in when it comes to running a
1: clinic? I think. It- would be stay the course and, and be steadfast, um, continue as, as the Bible encourages us to, to um, come along one side, one another as iron sharpens iron, and um, just really Trust God. I mean, more than anything, trust God and, and put our hope in him um, that our roots would continue to grow deep into Jesus Christ. That is where our ministries have been founded and grounded from. So as much as we can feel some days that we have this on our shoulders it is not on our shoulders. It's in the palm of his hand. And as we continue to rest in him, as we continue to abide in the vine, as we continue to trust him and um, just allow um, ourselves to be led by his spirit, trusting him working in ourselves and trusting him working in others. I think that that there's, you know, the, the trust in him working in others. And and, you know, Romans tells us that he is completing the work that he has begun and that he will bring all things to good to those who love him. And And we do love him. Everyone that's in this ministry has such a mercy heart um, and that sacrificial love to, to be able to pour out onto others. But to be still, to rest in him, to be refreshed in him. To that place of overflowing, so that really it is a flow system of receiving for ourselves, and then and then allowing Him to flow from us. Not that we're pouring out, but that He is flowing from. Oh,
0: well, that's good. Would you would you um, uh, say say a prayer of thanksgiving as we close out this podcast?
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you. Well, Heavenly Father, we just come before you and we just thank you, Father, for the awesome opportunity, Lord, to co-labor with you in this ministry for life. I thank you for Jacob and I thank you for the way that he just helps us, Lord, to to um, be honoring toward you and to be um, just examples to one another on how you are working in us and through us, and how you are going before us on every occasion. And so I thank you not only for today, but I thank you for the days that have gone by and and the interviews that we have been able to to see, Lord God, that are those um, God stories, those God dustings, those Beautiful pictures that are being developed by your hand, Lord God, that we not yet see, Father God. We know that you are developing a beautiful tapestry before us. I just thank you, Father, for um, your love for life, Lord God. I thank you that each and every one of us truly are designed. by your creation with a purpose and a plan. And as we are advocates for those those children in the womb, Lord God, that the ultimate advocate, Jesus Christ, is before you, Lord God, and helping us, Lord, in our journey. So I thank you again for this day, for this time to spend together. I ask you to bless each and every one, that everything that they put their hands to, Lord God, doing unto the Lord will prosper for your glory. And the good of the ministries we serve. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen.